Do you know that from your position you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shegun Obaje as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Lift up your hands and bless the name of the Lord and give him praise. Hallelujah. Wave those hands to the Lord and bless him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you for your mercy, for your goodness, for your loving kindness. Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. 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 Blessed be the come and go ahead and give him praise. Give him praise. Manto Krosha Krekira Glodo Grosha Kregedegregadosha Mambra Keto Krosha Tea Lift your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Give him praise, give him glory, give him honor, give him adoration. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And his mercy endures forever. And his mercy endures forever. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your loving kindness. Thank you for your presence with us. Be thou exalted, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, our hearts are open to receive your word today. We ask that you speak to us specifically in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We subdue this atmosphere under the influence of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for utterance. And thank you for the covenant of utterance. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. All right, please, you may be seated. All right, worship team, team, thank you so very much. God bless you. Hallelujah. All right. Um, we are winding up the month of um, November, a month of Thanksgiving. is coming to an end gradually. Praise God. And um, we quickly want to look at the other aspects of thanksgiving that we have not looked at uh, before now, uh, which is the blessings of thanksgiving. The blessings of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. The blessings of thanksgiving. Now, what is in thanksgiving for us? When we give thanks to God, what happens? When we give thanks to God, what happens? Um, number one, we understand that when we praise God or give thanks to God, um, we actually enter into what is known as the manifest presence of God. Uh, the gate into the manifest presence of God is actually thanksgiving. Glory to God. Now, in Psalm 100, if we start reading from verse 1, Psalm 100 and verse 1, it tells us, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. Now, note what he says, serve the Lord with gladness, and then he says, come before his presence with singing. Now, we understand that the presence of God is everywhere. God is omnipresent, is everywhere at once, at a time. The Bible tells us in Psalm 100 
and 39. If you read verse 7, the Bible speaks of, um, this was um, David himself speaking. He says, whether shall I go from thy presence or whether shall I flee from, whether shall I go from thy spirit, I beg your pardon, or whether shall I flee from thy presence? So that means um, he was saying here that there is no how, okay, he can go away from the presence of God, the spirit of God. The presence of God is everywhere. God is omnipresent. Hallelujah. But the Bible speaks of coming to the presence of God. So if God is omnipresent, okay, how come there is the possibility and reality of coming to his presence? For example, we just read in Psalm 100 in verse, in verse 2, all right, Psalm 100 and verse 2, he says to serve the Lord with gladness and come into his presence with singing. Come into his presence with singing. So that means we can come to the presence of God. We can come before his presence with singing. Praise God. So that means you can come before his presence. For example, you remember how that Cain, all right, went out of the presence of God. He wandered away from the presence of God. Did you see that? Now, the word presence there simply means from, from before his eyes, being accountable to God, and from before the shining of his eyes, the favor of God, the manifest presence of God. So there's such a thing as the manifest or manifested presence of God, and that manifest presence of God is the literal manifestation of God's glory, the literal manifestation of who God is, his goodness, his loving kindness, his tender mercies. And when God manifests himself that way, things happen, people get blessed. Glory to God. Now, there are people stealing somewhere, um, somewhere in the world right now. Some people are committing abortion somewhere in the world right now. And God is there. I said God is there. All right. But he's not going to manifest himself there because what they are doing is inconsistent with his character, with his nature. But people who honor God, who revere God, God will manifest himself to them. Praise God. So there is such a thing as coming to the presence of God. Look at Psalm 95. Psalm 95 and verse 2. He says, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. See? Come before his presence with thanksgiving. So we come before his presence with thanksgiving. So what do we come to? Do we come to the omnipresence of God with thanksgiving? No. We come to the literal manifest presence of God. The goodness of God. The brightness of his countenance. Glory to God. That's what we come to. And that opens up to us through thanksgiving. So that means with the key of thanksgiving, we can literally enter into that manifest presence of God. It says to come. Come before him. To come before him. Now, if you read further in Psalm 100 and verse 3. Okay, Psalm 100 and verse 3. It says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God... It is he that had made us and not we ourselves. 
We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4. He says, enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Come on, say gates. All right, I can't hear you. Say gates. All right, he says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. What does that mean? It simply means enter into the court of the Lord. The place where his literal manifest presence dwells. Did you see it? So he says, to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So that means that you're praising God and you're entering into his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the key that unlocks that manifest presence. Now, anywhere and everywhere that presence is made manifest, great things happen. Things consistent with the power of God, the glory of God, the strength of God, the wisdom of God, the benevolence of God. All those things happen when the manifest presence of God is revealed. So we come to that manifest presence of God with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Let me, let me show you this um, scripture in Psalm 114 and verse 1. It says, when Israel went out of Egypt and the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, it says, Judah, Judah means praise. Judah was his sanctuary. Sanctuary means, Judah means praise. Sanctuary means dwelling place. So Judah became his dwelling place. Praise. Glory to God. That makes sense. All right. Psalm 22 and verse 3 tells us, it says, God inhabits the praises of Israel, his people. So God dwells in Judah. Judah is his sanctuary. The sanctuary of God is actually praise, thanksgiving. That means the manifest, palpable, concrete, touchable presence of God is actually accessible to us through praise, thanksgiving. Glory to God. Now you don't have to do anything for the omnipresence of God. <laughs> to be manifest is everywhere you wake up into it you sleep in that presence his eyes see everything you cannot run away from his presence glory to god amen but the manifest presence of god is gated it is passworded there's a pain to it so the bible says to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with Praise. Did you see it? You enter. You see, to enter simply means, that means there is a passage. There's a door. So you enter. You're entering into it. The manifest presence of God. We can actually enter into the manifest presence of God. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. That's what the Bible tells us. So sometimes people say, well, you say God is everywhere. How come we... Go to God. You see, God is everywhere, but you, you can go to God. <laughs> Someone says, so who are you going to? The God who is made manifest, whose goodness is made manifest to you. Did you see it? Okay. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter number 4 and verse 16. Hebrews 4 and verse 16. It says, let us therefore come. So the word come there means you are going to somewhere. You're going somewhere, rather. You're going to a particular place. So he says, let us therefore come boldly onto the throne of grace. So we come. 
Let us come. Notice it doesn't say we are already there. So let's just obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. It says let us come boldly. Come. Come. So the word come there, it says let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So there is a coming involved here. True? There's a coming involved. We come. Amen. I said amen. Now just as well as we go to the presence of God, the literal manifest presence of God, God's literal manifest presence also comes to us. Did you see it? Look at 1 Samuel chapter number 2. Uh, I want to show you something here. 1 Samuel chapter number 2 and verse 7. Okay, jump to, um, go to 3, 3 and verse 7. Thank you. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. Now note what happens here. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me, and Eli perceived that the Lord had uh, called the child. Verse 9. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Verse 10, And the Lord came. Who came? The Lord. (laughs) You see. The Lord came. See? And the Lord came and stood. So the Lord came and the Lord stood. This, the Lord that is present everywhere can stand, he can sit, he can come, he can walk. The voice of the Lord was walking the cool of the garden. Amen. You see, that's the literal presence of God. I remember when the Lord tapped me one time in my, in my personal devotion to God. He tapped me and I looked. He said, I am the Lord. And he wrapped his arms around me. It was sweet. <laughs> I cried for joy. It was sweet. It's called an encounter. Amen. I cried for joy for for hours. I was just crying. Not for sorrow, but for joy. Sweet tears. Have you you had the Lord wrap his arms around you before? (laughs) It's very sweet. I remember there was another time, like a blanket. I felt it literally, like a blanket. And I said, what's that, Lord? I knew it was the Lord because it was good. You see, knowing the Lord is not difficult. Spiritual things are very easy to know and understand when you are in the spirit. Amen. John said I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Amen. So when you are in the spirit, you can know spiritual things. Who told who told Peter? James and John, there was Elijah and Moses that appeared to Jesus Christ on the mount. Who introduced Elijah and Moses to them? Nobody. Amen. They were in the cloud of glory. So if you get to heaven, there are certain people you you just know, no introduction. From China, from all over, you just know them. You just know them like you've known them for 
say over 10,000, 20,000 years. <laughs> In the spirit, you know. You just know. Someone says, how? You know. You just... <laughs> You know, someone says, well, how did you get to know that? When you're in the spirit, you just know. I said, well, how? By the spirit, of course. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Praise God. Now, back to this. The Lord came and stood. Did you see it? The Lord came, all right, and stood and called us at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak for thy servant here. The Lord came and stood. And called. So you see, God can call and you can hear his voice in the spirit. These things are real. We believe that somebody can talk to you in this auditorium and call your name and you will hear that person calling your name. Is that possible? It's also possible in the spirit. Very possible. In fact, it's a reality in the spirit. Glory to God. Did you see it? So, the key to the, man, the literal presence of God, that there's a manifest presence that we come to in worship. We come to in thanksgiving. We come to that presence in praise. A literal presence of God. So that's why if you're not taught spiritual things, you know, if you want to go by natural logic, you say God is omnipresent. So why are we going to church? Who are we going to? So why do we gather unto the Lord? Why not just do your own thing? God is there. Amen. He says unto the, unto the Lord shall the gathering of his people be. So that means the Lord himself unto the Lord Judah here. Shiloh. Amen. Shall the gathering of his people be. What does that mean? It simply means that when we gather, we gather unto the literal presence of God. Did you see it? In the garden of Eden, the voice of the Lord was walking. And have you heard the prophet say, you know, things like, and the word of the Lord came unto me, say. <laughs> you know, God, God could come and not say a thing. You just feel his presence. But he says, and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, saying something, the voice of God, the literal presence of God. Amen. He helped people share testimony. See, these things should be common amongst believers. All right. The Lord woke me up 1 a.m. this morning. The Lord woke me up. Oh, dear. And said to pray for this beloved one. The Lord. Amen. The Lord has been moving my heart. You see, sometimes when you talk this way, people are like, oh, what do you mean by Isa? Why did you hear the voice of God and all that? Listen, if you don't believe the Bible... Alright, then you are not a Christian. In the Bible, God spoke to people. And if you don't believe God still speaks to people, then you have a challenge. Go and throw that Bible away. You don't, if you don't believe the Bible, you are not a Christian. God spoke to people in the Bible. And that's, that's why our faith is a living faith today. Amen? Yeah. Because we, we heard the voice of God. And we came to God. Someone said, I've never heard God's voice before. And all that. Because you didn't care to hear it. Someone said, I'm careful and not to hear God's voice. So a strange spirit wouldn't speak to me. Did you give your life to a strange spirit? I'm not afraid. There's no strange spirit that will speak to me. If a strange spirit speaks, I, I can tell. That's the devil speaking. 
Spiritual things are real. Amen. Jesus knew when the devil was speaking through Peter to him. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. He knew. I don't think a child of God is that dumb that you can't, you can't tell difference anymore between the voice of God and the voice of a foul spirit. So he said, well, I don't want to hear the voice of God and all that. Ah, you ought to hear the voice of God. Amen. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man. Your spirit, your born again spirit is the candle of the Lord. <laughs> glory to God. I said glory to God. When we were to come to Lekki, you know, the Lord spoke to me. Studied the book of Matthew. So I began to study the book of Matthew. And I kept seeing statements like Galilee by the seaside Capernaum by the seaside ah. so it, it rang a bell in my spirit see when things make sense to you in the spirit don't ignore them give a little heed he turned aside to see that great sight the, how come the bush is burning and the bush is not consumed and then the Lord spoke to him what if you just say, one shall never end. I'm going to my work, Jerry. You see, when you see supernatural things, give heed to them. Are you from in here? Man, and the Lord spoke to him, standing on the holy ground. Remove your sandals. And he received a call that saved the whole nation. A call. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, Galilee by the seaside, Capernaum by the seaside. He said, you are going to Lagos by the seaside. Ah, by the seaside. Okay. He said, not mainland, highland. By the seaside. In fact, the first house we got was by the seaside. It was just like three or four minutes walk to the sea. Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Praise God. We used to take a walk to the beach. You know, we just go there, just walk. And they were there, free, no, no cost at no cost. Amen. Praise God. And at night you'll be hearing, hoo, 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 hoo. Amen. <laughs> the intelligence of nature. The sea saw it and fled. <laughs> Glory to God. So, God can speak to us. That literal presence, when we come to church, you see, and we gather together and you lift up your hands and you give thanks to God. All of a sudden, listen very carefully, the corporate atmosphere becomes personal. God singles you out and he begins to say, personal things to you. Things that are peculiar to you as a person. True? In church, people have encounters with God. With God. Encounters with God. Glory to God. Amen. That is the literal presence of God. We, we come to that presence. We come to it. There's a presence we do not go to or come to. That is the omnipresence of God. Amen. Okay. But it's the literal presence of God that we come to. Cain 
wandered away from that presence. Went to a far country. See? Did you see it? Did you see it? Alright. Now, so thanksgiving. When you understand the key, you can literally dwell in that place, the literal presence of God. Where the presence of God gathers. Now, let, let me say this. This is very important. Look at Psalm 89 and verse 15. Psalm 89 and verse 15. It says, Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They know the joyful sound. They know it. They know it. <laughs> it says, They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Why? Because they know the joyful sound. Now, what is the light of his countenance? That is the literal manifest presence of God that bestows upon you favor. Come and say favor. Favor. Now, when you talk about the favor of God, the favor of God is God sparing you some work. He just tells you, you be still and know that I'm God. I will do the work for you. That's what favor is. Favor simply means God is moving on your behalf. Telling people to bless you. Compelling them in a very sweet manner to bless you. Amen. Glory to God. There's somebody under the sound of my voice right now. Somebody is being compelled to bless you. Before this day runs out, somebody is going to send a blessing your way. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. The hearts of kings and, you know, the Bible says they are in the hands of God like rivers of water. He directs them with us wherever he wills. God can direct the hearts of people to favor you. You know, it doesn't take time for people to change their minds when God is involved. It doesn't take time. Now, the king couldn't sleep. I was wondering. When you, you cannot sleep, you take wine, right? All right. Or you just say, where are the comedians? Amen. Let them come and at least make some laughter and, you know, fun so I can laugh. You know, maybe I'll sleep by that. He couldn't sleep. And then he said, bring me the book of... People don't read when they can't sleep. It's, it's not because it, this is not like okay. I, 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 it's not like okay. I just I slept, um, you know, yesterday into today. So I woke up. I actually slept quite early yesterday, around 4:35 p.m. So I woke up um, around 11 p.m. All right, and I I couldn't sleep anymore until maybe 4 a.m. the following day. Are you for what I'm saying here? He couldn't sleep. And then they gave him the book of remembrance. All right? And he was flipping through, flipping through. And then he found... You see, when God, God's favor is working, all right, people will take the right steps. Some, some of them will go and buy suya. All right? Just because you are out there doing something. And you just meet that person that you've been desiring to meet all your life. Amen. 
<laughs> that's the favor of God. See, that's the brightness of, a, of his countenance. That presence, that literal presence, when you know how to service that presence and live in it. Amen. Favor is what you carry the rest of your life. You walk in the favor of God. And one of the keys to that presence, the literal manifest presence of God, is joy, thanksgiving, gratitude to God, praise, hallelujah. You praise God, you praise Him, you praise Him. That is the key to it. You, you have, no matter what is happening around you, you maintain that tempo of joy and gratitude to God. Did you see it? Tempo, maintain it. It's one of the disciplines of um, drummers. Pastor Pels will tell you, all right, if you can't maintain a particular tempo, <laughs> no matter how good you are, people feel like, ah, that guy is not a disciplined drummer. You see it? That rhythm, that tempo. Praise God. Amen? Praise God. So that literal presence of God, look at the key there. It says blessed. Come on, say blessed. Yes. Highly favored. Come on, say highly favored. Yes. Happy. Come on, say happy. happy. All right. <laughs> right on time. Come on, say right on time. <laughs> it's the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. The light of thy countenance. Now, you see, what compels the functioning of the blessing is actually the, the light of his countenance, the favor of God. The favor of God is thick. The favor of God can be discerned, can be seen, can be known, can be felt. The favor of God is palpable. That was what Joseph carried, even in the prison. The captain in the prison looked and said, that guy, that guy should be the leader here. Amen? That's the favor of God. And what you need is not a new cloth to look attractive to people. Are you from saying here? Don't put yourself under pressure. What you need, listen very carefully, is servicing the manifest presence of God. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. Thanksgiving is the key. They shall walk, walk. Come and say walk. Now walk here simply means they shall live. A walk is a lifestyle. They shall live, they shall have a lifestyle of the manifest presence of God built around their lives. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Now when God told Moses... To tell Aaron to bless the children of Israel. He said, bless them after this manner. The Lord bless you and keep you. Now note the blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. And be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So face, countenance. Did you see it? There's nothing better than that when it comes to blessing. The greatest blessing is the blessing of favor. I'm telling you. It's the blessing of favor. And the Lord loved Solomon. 
I mean, he was a child and God loved him. The greatest blessing is the blessing of the election of grace, the favor of God. That's a blessing. Amen. And God looked at two children in the womb. He was the one that made them there. And he preferred one to the other. Yes. He chose Jacob and he said, Esau, no, not my choice. Amen. So you see, the favor of God is the, you see, because the favor of God, okay, let me show you this. Uh, Psalm 44 and verse 3. We're talking about the blessings of thanksgiving. If you see, never again in your life you understand the value of the manifest presence. You never again complain. No matter what. You just say, that one, God will take care of it. I'll pray and God will take care of it. I will never be depressed anymore. Never. You know, ask my wife. There is nothing you can say. Even if the heavens are collapsing upon the earth and the earth is quaking, I won't be anxious. She knows already that this man, he will not be bothered about anything. He won't bother me. Amen. Why? Because, you see, there is something that is more important than, you know, whatever you think is the reason why you are concerned about those things. You're worried. The presence of God. The literal manifest presence of God. Look at Psalm 44 and verse 3. It says, For they got not the land in possession by their sword. Did you see it? So that means their sword did not give it to them. Sword. Sword means fighting. Isn't it? It stands for fighting. Battle. Contention. So God says, Spare your sword. No fighting. But no, no, no. We are strong men. Calm down. Calm down. Amen. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them. Their arm there stands for strength. Their strength. Their arm didn't save them. But thy right hand. God's right hand. Come and say God's right hand. All right. And thine arm. So that means it was God's right hand that held the sword for them. Did you see it? And thine arm, instead of their own arm, God's arm took the place of their arm. Did you see it? Why? Look at it. And the light of thy countenance. Why? Because thou hast a favor unto them. So when God's favor is working on your life, you quit fighting. God does the fighting for you. <laughs> you know, you just see people say like, I was thinking about your contract too. I think we should do this job. We should do this job. And all that. I feel like, well, you say, well, but I don't think it's necessary. <clears throat> I, th- I think it is necessary. They will be the one creating opportunities for you and they will call you. All this running from pillar to post. You know, like Tom and Jerry, <laughs> God says, No more running from pillar to post. Amen. I will get the contracts for you, I will open the door for you. Amen. Glory to God. This blessing of favor is the blessing of right on time. That means, listen very carefully. By the favor of God, the man, listen, the, by the manifest presence of God, look up please. 
The manifest presence of God is what commands order. The manifest presence of God commands order. Come on, say order. All right. Now, when the presence of God is made manifest, everything aligns with God's order, with God's will, with God's purpose. Everything. Now, the sea that was standing in the way of the children of Israel, all right, was not supposed to stand in their way because God had said to Moses, you are going to go by the way of the Red Sea. There was the way of the land of the Philistines, but he says, no, you will go by the way of the Red Sea. So according to God's will, they were to go by the way of the Red Sea, yet the Red Sea was standing in their way. Are you following what I'm saying here? Then the manifest presence of God in Psalm 114. It says, the sea saw it and fled. In other words, I must get out of the way now. See, listen very carefully. Your prayer points will reduce when you walk in the manifest presence of God. Amen? Your path will never cross the path of the destroyer. Never. Because you see, someone that is thinking evil, all right, there will be a gap in his thoughts because of the manifest presence of God on your life. There will be a gap. You will just be absent minded and then you pass. Phew. When you are long, long gone, <laughs> the evil will come and say, ah, did, did anybody ever say yes? Why didn't we kill him? <laughs> He's gone. But you see, the, <laughs> the manifest presence of God. <laughs> the sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. <laughs> it says the mountains, they skip like rams, the little hills like lambs. Why? For the presence of God. Now, please be a man, be a woman of the presence of God. Be a woman of worry. Don't be a man of worry. Yeah, and all that. No. If I pray about something and put it in the hand of God, it's there. All right? Whatever God has chosen not to do at that time, may it remain undone. I don't bug my head. I could continue to live my life. Amen. Because I know God is almighty, but... For someone to get me out or something to get me out of that rhythm of the presence of God, never. There's an underpinning on the everlasting covenant of God, the sure message of David, that by this underpinning, this foundation, amen, I refuse to be drifted from the consciousness of the presence of God, the manifest presence of God. Glory to God. Amen. I said amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. I said amen. Amen. All right. Now, listen very carefully. When God blesses, this is how he blesses. The brightness of his face will shine upon you. You know what that means? Everything that God has put in place in nature must respond to you accordingly. Amen. Thank you, Father. Now, some of you, between now and the end of the year, listen very carefully, you will meet certain people that, 
if you were to labor your entire life, you would never be able to meet them. But God, by the manifest presence of God, by his favor, is bringing them your way. People that matter to your destiny. 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 May just be one or two persons. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I remember there was something, a project going on in the church at a particular time. The member of the church just went and told somebody and said, you know, tell pastor that he shouldn't bother. They wanted to renovate the church, you know. The project was a massive project in hundreds of millions. All right. And he called maybe one other person. They put the money together. They contributed the money and gave it to the church. There are people and there are people. There are, there are people that are just one of them. is much more than 1,000 people put together. Hey, man. That was why they told David. They said, look, your strength is winning. All right? You are the glory and the candle of Israel. Please. No, 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 no. no. Don't go to battle anymore. You are better than 10,000 of us put together. Amen. Now hear this. By divine orchestration. There is a clock in heaven. And it ticks by the presence of God. It's a clock of destiny. It's a clock of prophecy. It's a clock of divine sync. Bringing everything to bear upon you according to God's order. According to how God destined it before the foundation of the world. And I declare and decree by this manifest presence of God. There's a divine sync in your life. There is a divine sync in your life. Supernatural sync in the name of Jesus. Now, the people that practically, all right, according to natural order, they are not supposed to remember you. Going by nature, going by logic, going by natural sequence, they are not supposed to remember you at all. But by divine orchestration, by the presence of God, the favor of God, God is working on the minds of people right now in your favor. Oh, come on now. In your favor. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Go to Psalm 100. Psalm 100 and verse 4. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Now, that presence of God, the literal presence of God, is thanksgiving sensitive. It responds to thanksgiving. Did you see it? So that literal presence of God is gated. And then it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his court with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Be thankful. Amen. 
Wow, Father, thank you for my shoes. Thank you, Lord, for my jacket. Thank you for my eyes. Thank you, Lord. You're giving thanks. You are so full of gratitude. You are so full of gratitude. You are so full of gratitude. Not complaining. I don't know how this guy is not working. I don't know what kind of life is this. The AC is not even working. Ah, this guy is, you you know, you're complaining. God says, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Give thanks. You see, when the Bible says to do something always, that means that thing is very important. There are certain things the Bible does not tell us to do always, all the time. But it tells us to rejoice always. Why? It's important. Rejoice evermore. Philippians 1 verse 4. It says to rejoice. I say again rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say what? Rejoice. Rejoice, 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 rejoice. Just keep rejoicing. Why? Because you see it's important. Now the Lord said to me. That no matter what, no matter the situation, depression cannot come into his presence. Murmuring cannot come into his presence. Did you see it? Now, this attitude, this lifestyle of gratitude to God, thanksgiving, is actually the path of life. This is the path of life. This was the path that Jesus took out of hell he was in hell and he took this path and he came out of hell see look at psalm 16 in psalm 16 start the reading here from start from verse yeah verse 10 for thou will not leave my soul in hell Neither will thou suffer or allow thine only one to see corruption. Why? Look at it. Thou will show me the path of life. Come on, say path of life. I can't hear you. Say path of life. All right. You will show me the path of life. What is that path of life? In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Did you see it? So, you see, in hell, it is natural to complain. But Jesus knew that complaining, he would not have been raised from the dead the third day. (laughs) But you see, he began to rejoice. He began to rejoice. He began to give thanks to God. Now, how did I know that? Look at Psalm 22. In Psalm 22, the Bible tells us, if we read Psalm 22, from verse... Alright, so let's, let's start. Let's just start here from verse... Um, Let's start from verse 12. Amen. It says, Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan have beset me round. They gapped upon me with their mouths as ravening and as roaring lion. And I am poured out like water. 
and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. Look at it. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. And my tongue cleaveth to my jaws. And thou hast brought me into the dust of death. See it? For dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. You see it? Calvary, isn't it? All right. I may tell all my bones. They look and stare upon me. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be, be not thou far from me, O Lord, or, or O my strength, haste thee to help me. Verse 20. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling soul from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise thee. Now, he was making a vow of thanksgiving. Did you see it? Amen. Now, giving thanks to God and making a vow of thanksgiving is the easiest way to come out of any trouble. The Lord, I will praise you. I'm praising you now and I will yet praise you. Are you following what I'm saying here? <laughs> now, let me, let me show you this. In Jonah, look at the book of Jonah. Jonah, chapter 1. You remember that Jonah was swallowed by a fish. You remember? Okay. And then he prayed. He prayed. Look at Jonah chapter 2. Jump to verse 2. I mean, jump, jump to verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. Jonah chapter 2 and verse 1. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over, passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward the holy, thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the, to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with, his, with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption. O Lord my God, when my soul fainted with, within me, I remember the Lord. And my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercies. And then just, just jump. Jump quickly for time. Okay, okay, yes, let's just read verse 9. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. A vow. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord speak unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Now, when he was interceded and praying, God didn't say anything to the fish. But the moment he says, I will sacrifice unto thee. With the voice of thanksgiving. 
I will pay that that I have vowed. What vow? Vow of thanksgiving. Salvation is of the Lord. God says, fish, vomit him. Now, some of us think it is murmuring because it's what you are going through. That's why you are behaving this way and all that. That's the reason why you've stayed this long in that situation. No, let's, I will have to tell the truth in church. Amen? So it's not, I'm not trying to offend anybody. That's the truth. It is murmuring. Amen? Did you see that? Did you see that? So you see, this is, this is powerful. When he made a vow to God. Because you see, what brings deliverance from the belly of fish is what? The manifest presence of God. When God spoke from his manifest presence, you see, everything obeys that manifest presence. Everything. Everything. When he speaks from that glory, no matter the situation, that thing must bow to the word of God. So you give thanks to God. You give thanks. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you because salvation is of you and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Thank you for your mighty hand upon me. Thank you, Father, for I'm out of this situation. Thank you, Father, because victory is mine. Thank you for healing is mine. Amen. Praise God. You know, the Lord spoke to me. He says, most of the time, my children don't fail in the believing part of faith. All right? They actually fail in the same part of faith. And the same part of faith requires that you give thanks for what you have believed that you have received. You must give thanks to God for it. Did you see it? Amen. Did you see it? All right. That is the path of life. That is the path of life. Now, the path that leads to the manifest presence of God is the path of joy and thanksgiving. In that manifest presence of God, all that you know and you are conscious of is the joy of God. The joy of the Lord. Amen. You're just rejoicing, thanking God. Father, thank you. 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 And that is the presence. Listen very carefully. Jesus died. He did everything that he did at Calvary to bring us to one thing. Union with God. Living in the presence of God. That is the goal of salvation. Praise God. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the goal of salvation. You just keep giving thanks to God. And then you enter into that vital union with God. That is so, so strong. So strong. So strong. And that strong union... Brings you into the place where the palpable presence of God overwhelms you. And that is what makes the difference 
in your life. The tabernacle of God is with man. The tabernacle of God is with man. Praise God. Amen. I said amen. This is how you know a Christian, a true Christian, a covenant person, the presence of God. The manifest presence of God. Amen. Now, when the children of Israel in the Exodus angered God, they, they made him so angry. And God says, look, I will send an angel to lead you in the journey. Moses said, please, don't send an angel. We want you to go with us. If your presence go not with us, lead us not further. And then he said something very profound. How shall the nations know that you are with us? How shall they know? Amen? The only way the nations of the earth will know that God is with you is the presence of God. The manifest presence of God. Amen? The manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God. Thank you, Father. And you must learn to service that presence. One of the keys to that manifest presence is gratitude, thanksgiving, joy. Can someone say amen to that? Joy. All right. Let me just mention another one to you. It's um, love, walking in love. All right. Walking in love. No offense. Amen. You know, you see, if you don't know why we do what we do, all right, you may lose what you carry, and you don't know, you can't tell when you have you lost it, and you cannot tell how to get it back. Amen. But when you know why we do what we do, all right, that look by the grace of God, I keep step with faith and love and joy. Faith and love and joy. Faith and love and gratitude. Praise the Lord. Amen. I said amen. You know, someone was sharing um, his testimony. He bought it economy. All right. Um, of course, that was what he could afford. <clears throat> And um, somehow the business class and uh, yeah, business class section of the the plane was not filled to the brim. Still had some seats there. So the captain, or let me use the word, the leader of um, those directing the waitress and waitresses, all of them, all right, those attending to um, passengers. Praise God. just looked at him and said, I don't know you from Adam, but I like you. All right. Would you like to sit in business class? He said, why not? He said, come. He just whispered to him quietly and he took him from that place. He didn't pay a dime. 
That's the favor of God. Now, let me tell you something. If you will not give bribe, you will not cut corners. You will not tell lies. You must engage the favor of God. Or else you, you will have to tell lies. There's a way, you see, God has his own way. <laughs> if you will not cut corners as a child of God, <laughs> then there's a favor dimension of God's grace that must rest upon you. Strong. Praise God. And he just picked him from there. <laughs> there was another testimony someone was sharing. All right. Um, the, the flight was delayed. And they needed to just pick some people. You know, just very few, a few of them. To join another flight. But they didn't know the criteria. Apart from, you know, those flying business class. They didn't know the criteria to use. So, one of the uh, staff just came and he said, you. And he looked at a brother there. He said, you, you, you follow me. He didn't say anything. Follow me. And picked their luggages, wheeled them, and took them to a room and educated them. All right, we don't want you to miss your flight. But we said, what about the other person? Don't worry, we'll take care of them. And they joined that flight. They didn't miss their flight. Another flight, all right, but within the same schedule. Maybe just 30 minutes or thereabout. But they didn't miss their flight, as in stay back for an hour or two or three or four or five, like others. Unlike others. <clears throat> he just handpicked them and took them to a room, educated them, and said, Look, you're going with that flight. Amen. Come and say favor. favor. Right. There is no connection that is as powerful as the connection of favor. The favor of God. Come and say favor. favor. All right. Amen. Something happened one time. There was one of my lecturers preparing for a particular exam. He said, look, I don't know what the lecturer, my colleague, was talking about, one of his colleagues, would set in the exam. But I understand his psyche, I understand his mindset, and I know how he reasons. And I know he hasn't changed. So come, let me educate you. Read this, read this, read this. And when you're presenting your facts, do it this way, do it this way. This man loves diagrams. So, few words, a lot of diagrams, sketches. Amen? And that was what I did in the examination. Hallelujah. I was the only one, maybe till tomorrow, that scored the highest in his course. Is you know was the prof that supervised my my PhD. Praise God. <laughs> now the, the highest grade is ever given to anyone since he's been lecturing 
when he lectured in the UK, and then he came to Nigeria, and he started lecturing in, you know, at Obafemalo University. He's not giving above 75. 75A. No matter what, even if you, you are too intelligent and you are just too brilliant, 75. Amen? I used three booklets. I was just drawing and drawing and oh, praise God. And he gave me 89. And that's the highest. Maybe he's changed it, you know, since I left. I've left that place to date, to this moment. Maybe we could change it tomorrow or maybe change it between the time I left and now. I scored 89%. And people said, how did you do it? I said, the favor of God. Of course, I didn't tell them. See it. Amen. I said, Amen. That's the favor of God. I was writing a particular exam, and a lecturer stood beside me. <laughs> and I was writing, and I wanted to write something. He just coughed. <clears throat> He didn't say more than that. He just coughed. <clears throat> he made like looked at the thing again and said, Ah, no, 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 I can't say it. <laughs> All right. And now he looked at me and he now smiled. He didn't say a word. Is that not favor? <laughs> That's the favor of God. <laughs> That's the favor of God. Hallelujah. Someone shared his testimony at Morning Dew, all right, um, went for a, a job, um, job interview, and was interviewed, got the job, but it was a temporary um, arrangement. So he was working there. It was too good for those folks there. So they conspired against him and kicked him out. So he came to God at Morning Dew and was praying. So they put up a role, all right, another role a, for, a, for a supervisor over those guys. They just put it up, put it out there, and he applied. Praise God. <laughs> and he got the job. Hallelujah. <laughs> so they now called him and said, look, so you will be supervising all these guys. <laughs> Amen. The guys that once tormented him, conspired against him. Amen. The favor of God. Come on, say the favor of God. I can't hear you say the favor of God. Now, let me say this. Listen very carefully. Sometimes people say favor is only attached to your qualification. If that is favor, then it's not favor indeed. Amen. If you qualify for it and I give it to you, that's not favor. That's reward. If we qualified for salvation and we got born again as a result of our qualification, you can't call that grace. Favor simply means you have some qualification, but listen very carefully, listen very carefully. What you are getting as a result of, you know, what you have put in 
You see, it's far, 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 far. Much better, much greater and higher than the impute. That's the favor of God. If, if it's at the same level, at par with your impute, it's not the favor of God. Because sometimes some people say some things and you don't reason them out to, to see whether or not those things are correct. Amen. I said amen. amen. Excuse me, what did Jacob do in the womb? Pastor Funke? What quality did he have in the womb? And God preferred him to his brother. Amen. Because you see, sometimes you don't like okay, qualification. Yes, it's good to be well read and know your onions. Very good. Is that okay? Good. But listen very carefully. If life is delivering to you based on your qualification, your impute alone, all right, you are not in the favor dimension yet. Praise God. Now look at the definition of favor according to Psalm 44 and verse 3. They had a sword. They had an arm. But they didn't use their sword. They didn't use their arm in that sense. Are you what I'm saying here? If they, look, look, the nations of the earth, those heathen nations, they had more power than Israel. They were more skilled in warfare than Israel. True? They were stronger more fierce than Israel. But God drove them out of their land and gave their inheritance unto Israel. Think about that. For strength, no. For sword, no. But for what? For favor. Now, those battles that they won, you see, it was just like a use of the sword to just do something. But if it was sword for sword, without the favor of God, they would have conquered them. Now that tells you that if your skill is earning you something, and you call that favor, that's not favor. If it's just skill, that's not favor. But if your skill is bringing to you much more than it ought to bring to you, the favor of God is a factor. That is the factor that is making the difference. See it? Did you see it? (laughs) Amen. And what's the key to it? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You see, Thanksgiving, you just give thanks to God. Thanksgiving. Amen. I said amen. I saw a woman one time married a man, very, very wonderful man. A friend was telling another friend of hers that how did she find that man? She's not even beautiful. See, beauty is vain. 
But the woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Did you see it? How? But you see, she found that man on the bill of favor. Come on, say favor. All right. And that's why, you see, listen very carefully. Lean on the favor of God. If your strength has brought you this far, I'm not sure you can go any further than this. By strength shall no man prevail. You lean on the favor of God to enter into your destiny. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Now, going by how life presents itself to us, we can tell that the battle is not for the strong. Wise men don't always have bread to eat. Amen. For the Bible says time and chance happen to them all. There's chance, there's time, opportunities that come to us by the favor of God. Amen. Let me ask you, you may think, well, it's my CFA that has brought me this far. All right, are you the only one with CFA? Because, you see, if you rely on your qualification, you will not be thankful to God. Qualification is good, but it don't make us. It is the blessing of God on our qualifications that makes all the difference. Amen. I've seen people with CFA. <laughs> CFA. They are just there. <laughs> they are maintaining. You know, because please trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, do what? Acknowledge Him. Hey man, I met an architect one time. The guy, the guy can design another planet, another planet for the Lord. I will just design it and say, Lord, can you check this out? <laughs> if you are willing, you can create it. Hey man, but the guy is just designing. I saw his collar. The thing was was brown. The collar was brown, and the collar was was already torn, torn. And it was moving stuff. Was moving stuff. Amen. So, you know, it's good to be meditative in life. And know what works apart from what doesn't work. <laughs> Favor works. Certificate does not always work. In Nigeria, in the US, in the Western world, or else people will not be looking for jobs. But favor always works. Now, we're not underplaying or downplaying, you know, certificate. Understand what I'm saying here. You see, it's understand that you must rely on the favor of God, irrespective of your qualifications. Now, you may be angry that our president, you know, does not have CFA. The anger can't move you to Asso Rock. You can't, you see, you, you can get angry in your room and amongst your friends. <laughs> if you get angry and you carry a placard, there are certain places you cannot enter. It's your placard. 
But when you see some forces there, wisdom will cancel you that. Look, turn back now if you still love your life. Amen. Are you following what I'm saying here? Where is our president? Now, look at Trump. All right? He will, will, will leave the place in January, the 20th of January, right? Next year. But listen, <laughs> he, he was their president and he's still their president for four years. Hello, from 2016 to this moment. He spoke somehow or another and people were angry, but they could not remove him. You see, there are certain things anger cannot uproot. Praise God. Because by favor, he got there. You know, I remember in 2016, we in the sitting room, and I told my wife, I said, I perceive in my heart that this man will become president of the United States of America. She said, ah, well, that would be a great one. I perceive the same as well. But he didn't look like the preferred candidate. But there's something called, you see, you may not like some people's faces. If they carry grace, they carry grace. You may not like it. Elijah was not the kind of prophet, you know, Israel would like. He didn't wear soft clothes. Animals came. Very wild. But it was God's choice. And by his word, he may hold the heavens and say, there won't be rain. And it is so. Amen. By the design of favor, look at it as we close. By the design of God's favor, God has so designed life in such a way that you will understand by and large that grace is all that counts. By and large. Praise God. By and large. Thank you, Father. MTN was not the best company, communication company in South Africa, as at the time they came to Nigeria. There was another company there. Was it Vodacom or something? Praise God. And they had done their, their analysis, feasibility studies and everything. And they said, business would not do well in Nigeria. Then MTN came. And they said, well, let's, let's give it a try. Amen. And when they wanted to come back, it was too late for them. Time and chance. Nokia didn't see that Android would travel this far. Or Samsung saw it. You see, what you see sometimes is the favor of God. Favor of God will open your eyes. You see what people, other people are not seeing. Did you see it? And that was it for them. Where's where's Nokia today? You can count. How many people use a Nokia phone here? No, you still use Nokia. You're old school. 
Are you following what I'm saying here? The technology that Nokia had at the time, all right, probably was better than what Samsung had. But they just saw that opportunity. They saw it. They just saw it. It's not every opportunity you see that is visible to others. They just saw it. Amen. But the presence of God will compel you to see things correctly. I will stop here. You see, gratitude, thanksgiving, thanksgiving, thanksgiving. Stay in thanksgiving. Give thanks always, all the time. No murmuring, no matter what. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. You have a flat tire on the way. Thank God. As you thank God there, God will open your eyes. You just see, ah, how come there's no company attending to, you know, cars that have flat tires on the highway? Let me float it. I want to start it. All right, this is the number to call. And then you have contact persons. You don't even have to, you know, um, you don't even have to have a lot of people around. You just have to network the way Uber did. All right, you just have guys in different places. You just network. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is how we do it. You have to have this to have this. When you do this for us, we'll pay you this. So the person pays online. Pow. The money goes there, and then there's a court for you. Use other people's time, other people's resources, but you're just creating the network. And God just opens your eyes because you are not complaining. When you complain. Frustration will set in. You're already angry, prepped for a higher dimension of anger. You get back home, your wife says, Leave me alone! And then you start fighting. What you've been building for the past 10 years, you can scatter it in one minute by anger instead of giving thanks to God. You see opportunities. You see it? Did you see it? Let me share this testimony. I love testimonies a lot. We were building um, an auditorium at Ife. And um, <laughs> I thought, you know, we could buy a laterite uh, worth maybe 450000 and it will suffice to uh, fill up the whole place before we have the oversight concrete. That's a floor slab. Amen. So we bought... We kept buying. We bought laterite worth 250,000 naira. Huh. And it filled like less than, uh, I think about one-seventh of the whole auditorium, the whole space. Ah. I said, Lord, we can't continue this way. And I started giving thanks to God. Show me, show me, show me. What do we do? And while I was giving thanks to God, praying in tongues, giving thanks to God, the Lord opened my eyes. He said, what is beside the church? I said, it's a stream. He said, that's where the laterite is. Oh, my eyes just opened. Dredge the stream, pack the laterite. 
all right, from there and use it to fill the church auditorium. Oh. I saw it. So when you complain, your eyes of understanding will shut down. You'll be seeing depression, hopelessness, how things will never be able to work. I mean, it, a young man raised two millionaires in this country. When one millionaire was real money, that was like about 12 or 13 years ago. A man who was trying to say to people, all right, to travel abroad. And eventually traveled abroad because, you see, let me tell you something. If you want to travel abroad, and the reason you're traveling abroad is because you can see hopelessness around, all right, you're not traveling for the good reason. Amen. <laughs> he traveled abroad and he, he was there. He's been there. Then he came back two years ago. I know this person quite well. He now saw us. And then he said, so how are you doing it? I said, after NYC, I could gather 50,000 naira. Come and say 50,000 naira. All right. That was what we started with, with the blessing of God. I couldn't raise one million. He raised two million naira to travel abroad. He came back years later, over a decade later, and came. There was nothing to show for it. Because let me tell you something. There's something about how people see life. All right? People see life from frustration. Some people see life from hopelessness. And how do people get into frustration? They, they get frustrated when they start complaining and murmuring. Amen? <laughs> if God wants you to travel abroad go, abroad, go ahead and travel. But listen very carefully. If you travel abroad just because of frustration, all right, what hope do you have? That over there, you start picking money on the street. You know, sometimes people, I think it's good to go on vacations. It will help you. Try and travel abroad, not to run away from the country first. Travel abroad. All right, just go on vacation. Just travel, try. And then travel, interact with people who have traveled abroad, who are there. You may change your Bible. <laughs> Remember when we traveled to <laughs> we traveled to <laughs> London. <laughs> oh dear, I was saving up some money for some things. You know, I wanted to buy some things. <laughs> I was so moved with compassion. I had to distribute the money: hundred pounds, two hundred pounds, fifty pounds. I was just giving money out. So I said, "So what are you doing in this country?" I said, "Well, we are." We are struggling and all that. I said, you are struggling. What were you doing in Nigeria before you traveled abroad? Amen. Now, these, these are not um, people who are, who are not professionals. I mean, people who have skills. So I said, how much do you save in a month? He says, less than 100 pounds. Why? Bills, taxes. Praise God. 
And I met another beloved one, you know, there. He was living like a king. I said, so what's the secret? He said he didn't want to come here, but God said he should come. You know, if you are the only one desiring to do everything, just this, you are, the, you are just desiring, you are the only one. You have not even asked God, do you have the same desire, sir? Amen. But the manifest presence of God makes all the difference. Let's be upstanding and give thanks to God. <laughs> Let's give thanks to God. Amen. Let's thank Him. Let's thank Him. Let's thank Him. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> all right. Can you lift up your hands and give thanks to God? Now, I, I want you to be deliberate. I want you to drop, drop every attitude of complaining. Drop it right now. Say, Father, thank you because I am the circumcision that worship you in the spirit. I rejoice in Christ Jesus. I have no confidence in the flesh. 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 In the name of Jesus, I rejoice in you. I rejoice in you. Lift up your hands right now. I rejoice in you. I give you thanks. 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 Wow, what a time we've had in God's presence. Give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks. Manta Krusho Kariatala Bradia Zoketele Brokosha Kinamanti Ratongre Sikarada Bahatea Rotongle Kito Krosha Katele Brigadia. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks. Give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks. Manto Krosha Karadabaha Manto Krosha Parata Lagrotolo Gredia Somoroto Krese Kregedegregedosha Ranto Korodo Bogodokrokosha Brabababosha Rapakatolo Grosha Kretele Brabababosha Give him thanks, give him thanks Father we give you thanks today In Jesus mighty name we have given thanks Father thank you for the sweet spirit of gratitude upon us right now lift up your hands receive that sweet spirit of gratitude thank him for it thank him for it in jesus name amen god bless you hallelujah rejoice if you want to give thanks to god hallelujah Praise God and the elects of our city in God's presence. Quickly want to call on Covenant Titus. Hallelujah. You want to pay your tithe? Quickly. Anyone like that in service this evening? Want to pay your tithe? Or you've paid your tithe online? Hallelujah. You want to pay your tithe or you've paid your tithe online? Anyone like that in church? Hallelujah. Quickly lift up your hand. Begin to speak words. Titan is done with what? Declare. Father has your source. Your source. Give him all the praise. All the adoration. Father of the abundance, he has blessed you, you brought your tithe. Father, we thank you for this precious one who has brought his tithe in honor and obedience to your word. Lord, I declare the blessing of the tithe upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare the windows of heaven are opened upon you. The Lord pours you out the blessing in insight, in concept, and in ideas in the name of Jesus. The devourer is rebuked for your sake. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. You move from tenancy to ownership in the mighty name of Jesus. You are blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' mighty name of prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. You can drop your title. If you've dropped it already. You can go and just have your seat. Hallelujah. Praise God. You want to give your high to and partnership. SOTM partnership. Father, we thank you for this precious one who is partnering with the preaching and the teaching of the gospel through SOTM ministry. Lord, the